ゴーマートhead is more squished. I get to see more of Rupert Friends reactions. It's like that Family Guy episode when Stewie's head gets pushed in. They did this trailer so good. They just showed us just a bit of the Inquisitors. The the lay people of Star Wars are like, who the hell are they? We have something to explain. Just some Orabesh here and there. A new droid we've never seen before. Only a lightsaber when it's just spinny, spinny, spinny. Oh yeah, baby. Give me that fan lightsaber. They, you just let John Williams oh. do all the heavy lifting here, right? It's perfect. Perfect. I love the trailer so much. Nom, yes. nom, 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 oh, What are those birds? No one knows. It looks like Morai, but it's probably not Morai, right? <gasps> Called it. So we're right about the breathing, just the breathing. Mm-hmm. Oh, the blue lightsaber is such a nice touch. Yeah, it really is. They know how. They know their own brand. They do. Those, those folks at the House of Mouse, they just know how to, you know. Mm, welcome back to Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a lightsaber. <laughs> That's, you could get Hillary Duff to it, but not after you did her dirty That's with that right. uh, Hulu series. Justice for Duff. <laughs> Justice for Duff. Hey, now that you have this parental controls on Disney Plus, can we get Justice for Duff back on Disney Plus? That's right. I mean, if we can have uh, Daredevil beating the piss out of Wilson Fisk, yeah. surely. If we can, we have, can have Luke Cage absolutely clapping Jessica Jones, I think we can have a few few scenes of uh, Hillary Duff getting clapped by Gordo, for crying out loud, right? <laughs> Justice for Gordo. Or clapping Gordo. I don't know what they do. By the way, no yeah. shame in their game. I hope it's wonderful. Hey, no shame. No shame in here. Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. Welcome back to New Rockstars. <laughs> This Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer proves that Ben Kenobi's exile on Tatooine was no desert detox, my friends, but a heart-pounding pursuit by Inquisitors and another vicious duel with Darth Vader. The trailer wisely withholds Vader other than the sounds of his breathing, but what other evidence is hidden in this trailer hinting at Vader's presence just outside the frame? What is his relationship with these Inquisitors, and what will be his reaction when he reunites with... Kenobi! This is Wookiee Leaks, our weekly reaction to the latest in Star Wars, and I'm here reacting to the Kenobi trailer with Tommy Bechtold. Well, we certainly know why Obi-Wan aged so much now. He (laughs) was under constant threat of death and and destruction, so it definitely makes sense, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Could we see a moment how, like, in Revenge of the Sith, the Sith Lightning aged Palpatine yes. <laughs> into the, the form he was in the original yeah. trilogy? Are we going to see a moment where he just gets so scared, his hair turns white? Yes, there was an episode <laughs> of the real Ghostbusters where that happened to Ray, the cartoon, when I was a child. I was very traumatized by the thought that that could happen. Yeah. So, Well, we're going to see exactly what makes Kenobi shit his britches so much in Hell this yeah. series. Hell Already, yeah. we're shitting our britches. That's right. Uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about the shadow who looms so large in Star Wars that even trailers that give us no sighting of him still fall into that shadow. Of course, Darth Vader. His coming rematch with Kenobi, his relationship with the Inquisitors, and the way he's going to leave the series so pissed off that he's going to go extra hard on those rebel soldiers <laughs> yes. in Rogue One. Oh my god. He's going extra hard. Yes. <laughs> Giving them just enough hope to, to think that door is going to budge open, right. but no, 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 no. 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 
No, 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 no my, my friends. friends. <laughs> Not today. Not today. Our merch partners at Epic Hero Shop just re-released a bunch of cool Star Wars themed merch, including the exclusive shirts they made for Mandalorian Season 2 and the Book of Boba Fett. You can always count on those Epic Hero nuts for finding a way to make a dollar off of whatever the greatest, uh, latest trailer will be. Mm-hmm. It's a super limited run, so you're going to want to grab one of these or replace your old Mando shirt that you've worn so much it looks like it was washed in a Sarlacc pit. Wait, is this like for this, me? Uh, <laughs> No, this is for me. Look at this. Oh, wow. I am Eric Voss shirt. It's dusting away like the Cora Mata oh. of uh, the, the Lucasfilm logo. I here. love it. Dusting away <laughs> into the sands of Tatooine. I love it, right? It looks so like, I don't have time to wash my shirts. <laughs> or to keep me pristine. Yeah, you're too busy fighting crime at night after you do breakdown videos. It's like, let, or, or, let me do or a just fr- uh, re- unbirthing myself out of a Sarlacc, That's right? right? That's just the acid yes. of the Sarlacc. Yes, eating away at your armor. It's it, hey, the shirt's just doing an impression of this part of my chin with the gray patch that's now coming. Oh, I got it too. Baby. I you know have to say one of my favorite memes that came out of the Kenobi trailer was the one where he is looking through the binoculars and it's <laughs> Boba Fett covered in d- dust on the speeder bike, <laughs> just kind of smiling. <laughs> My favorite is when it's uh, Obi-Wan looking out and through the lens of binoculars, it's just Paddington. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paddington always. Paddington wins every meme. Uh, we love yeah. you, Paddington. Paddington, if you're a fan, call in. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> yes, justice for Paddington. Justice. Clap Paddington's cheeks. <laughs> I am in a hotel at Universal Studios right now shouting clap Paddington's cheeks through the w- thin walls, I'm sure. Oh, man, that teenager who is too much of an asshole on the drive down <laughs> says, fine, you're going to spend first day in the hotel. And he just had to he hear that. everything. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, anyway, well, this is supposed to be our merch plug, so head on over to <laughs> EpicHeroShop.com and get, get a shirt. Yes. Get a shirt. Well, Tommy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a big question heading out of this Kenobi trailer. Eric, I'm going to throw in a good old-fashioned what the fat. What the fuck does the new Kenobi trailer tell us about Darth Vader in this series? Nothing and everything. Uh, Really, this trailer focuses largely on our friends, the Inquisitors. It's a group of Jedi hunters who can seem a bit overwhelming if you haven't seen Rebels or played Fallen Order, read those 2015 Darth Vader comics. You should for all three of those, especially those comics. Yes. Those comics are incredible. Yes, Eric, thank you for sharing a few of those comics with me recently. I do not regret reading them at all. It is... uh, it's just as emotional to find out the secrets that we already know. Seeing them on a comic book page makes it all the more fun and rich. So I, I, I can't recommend You really that just, second by second, yep. what's running through Vader's mind, you know? Uh, it's, it's, mm, um, now the identity of each Inquisitor, I'm going to say, might be, might be less important than who the group is as a whole. Because honestly, up until this point at least, uh, eventually most of these Inquisitors either get killed off by the Jedi they're pursuing, or Vader will execute them for being weak. Um, right. But really, the Grand, the Grand Inquisitor has been the most interesting. He was present for Ahsoka's false persecution during the Clone Wars. And then, of course, we met the second sister, Trilla Siduri, who's super fun to follow in the game Fallen Order. But if you're new to all this, just don't get caught up on the numerical designations. Fifth brother, seventh sister, eighth brother. Really, they were just numbered this way to suggest that there are a lot of them mm-hmm. and they are in a certain hierarchy. It's kind of like that high school prank where you paint numbers on chickens and release them in the halls, but you skip number 12 so the teachers keep looking for that 12th chicken that doesn't exist what high school did you go to (laughs) one in the south we got more chickens we know what's doing Uh, number 12 must have been eaten by a gator or a jaguar (laughs) jaguars (laughs) 
Man, my chicken would take your Jaguar any day of the week. Especially since mine's a ghost. Ghost chicken. That ghost chicken's in the boys' locker room. I know it. I've seen it. I've seen that ghost chicken. He's uh, still there. Ghost chicken. He haunts my dreams. Coming to CBS. I want to marry that ghost chicken. <laughs> oh, no. As long as that ghost chicken don't say gay here in Florida. That's right. That ghost chicken's fine by my book. You can say I'm going to marry and spend the rest of my life with a chicken. But if you say gay in Florida, you turn to stone. I swear to God. It doesn't say that anywhere in that bill. It's just heavily implied because that's the whole reason we're introducing this bill as a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. Welcome to Florida. Yes. You don't pay income taxes, but if you live a certain way that we don't agree with, we're going to make you want to kill yourself. Guess what? It's also illegal to put a saddle on a unicorn now. We passed that law as well. You can't put a saddle on a unicorn, and you're not allowed to ride the Loch Ness Monster like Falcor. Both illegal in Florida now. Keep testing me. I will ban Sorry. all mythical creatures. Thin walls in that hotel at Universal Studios. You know they have a squad on the other side of that yeah. wall. It's just like listening. Is he saying they've gay? got inquisitors? Is he, teaching a, is he teaching a second grader? Oh my god! What gay is? I swear to God, a minion with yeah. a blowtorch is going to come in and smoke me. The DeSantis Saints are coming for you, my friend. The DeSantises. DeSantis. Um, anyway, yes. we're going to meet a new Inquisitor on this series, Reva. She's designated as the third sister, but we have no idea what her fate will be after the series because she doesn't show up anywhere else, but that doesn't mean she dies. She could just be on some other mission. She could have a change of heart. We'll find out. But the important thing to focus on is the Inquisitor's relationship with Darth Vader. Their fortress is on the ocean moon of Nur, which is a secret location that they moved to in order to be closer to Vader's castle of Mustafar. Visually, their fortress, their ships, even their furniture evokes Vader's castle design. He was the one who trained them to hunt Jedi, they worship him. They also fear him. But also, Vader gives him a, a kind of buffer protection from the Emperor because the Emperor is not crazy about the Inquisitor's mm -hmm. existence. He doesn't want other Force wielders to be out and about. Mm -hmm. So that puts a lot of pressure on the Grand Inquisitor and on Vader and for the Inquisitors to deliver, to finish the job of Order 66, mm -hmm. to produce results. So when we see the Inquisitors on this series, they're going to be our gateway to Vader in this story. In the shots of the Fortress Inquisitorius, we see a Lambda-class shuttle on that landing pad, and inside there's a throne that looks like Vader's throne, almost like a family having to permanently keep empty Papa's Lazy Boy. <laughs> That's his seat. Don't he, sit there. <laughs> in case he ever comes back from getting those cigarettes. The Steelers are going to be we out any in. minute. He's coming back. He's going to watch him. <laughs> I know! He's coming back. <laughs> Papa, is it you? No, it's just a truck that looks like his. Anyway, so, um, yeah, that's he's going to have a, a connection with them. We're just going to see, like, it's kind of creepy when we see a villain and the people who now follow in the villain stead. Like, Vader was always seemed kind of like the rogue old-timer in the company who's choking people during meetings. No, he's got a whole squad of people who have, like, built themselves in their, in his image. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's going to be fascinating to see what happens. It's like uh, in Righteous Gemstones where uh, we see the youngest son. Kelvin, yes. he's got the, the, the buff guys. The muscle men. Follow him. <laughs> Get your muscle <laughs> yeah. boys out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what we're looking at here. Yes. So I think what's going to happen is Reva and the other Inquisitors are chasing down a Force-sensitive fugitive to Tatooine. And while there, they sense Obi-Wan's presence, maybe not knowing it's Obi-Wan, but some other Jedi is nearby, mm -hmm. also probably sensing Luke's presence. So Obi-Wan, to protect Luke, has to lure them off-world to this planet of Dayu. But now he's exposed, and Obi-Wan's going to alert his presence to mm -hmm. Vader, leaving into their rematch. Now, a question we should ask here, uh, will Vader, at this point, learn about Luke or Leia? The answer is no. Mm -hmm. There is an amazing moment in the 2015 Darth Vader comics, which are considered canon, by the way, depicting the moment that Vader learns about Luke, and this mm -hmm. is right after the Battle of Yavin. Vader asks Boba Fett about the rebel pilot who blew up the Death Star, and Boba Fett says he only learned the name Skywalker, and in that moment, Vader connects the dots. Mm -hmm. He remembers Padme dying and realizing she died in childbirth. Mm -hmm. uh, 
he says, I have a son. He remembers that Palpatine lied son. to him. His fist clenches and the glass on the bridge of his Star Destroyer crack. Mm-hmm. And he, he swears that Luke will be his. All of it will be his. So that's the moment he learns. And there's no freaking way this show is going to erase mm-hmm. that moment. And it sets a really incredible. sets a really nice uh really nice plate for him to betray the Emperor or for him to turn against yeah, the Emperor. Because right? what it, a it, yeah, dick it's, move. It's the first moment. What a what poor a move. I, he made, made him think everybody was just dead. Ugh. Yeah. You yeah. killed her. No. It no. can't be. <laughs> I felt her presence. Yes. yes. So I think really what that tells us is throughout their battle in the series, Obi-Wan is going to preserve that secret. Mm. The secret of Luke and Leia and the secret of how Padme really died. And from that, we can conclude that the conflict between these two is not going to be over Padme as much as it will be rooted in their own friendship between the two of them. Which brings up the fact that we're probably going to see some flashbacks to the Clone Wars. I spot in the trailer the two escape pods, right? That tells that happened during uh, Order, uh, right after Order 66, um, during the epilogue of uh, Revenge of the Sith. So we're going to go back to those moments and show how all those events really unfolded. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the that's the connection. That's the relationship they're going to have. The the moment of a, you and my brother Anakin, mm-hmm. I loved you. Uh, it's going to be a bitter brothers feud mm-hmm. uh, between the characters as we knew them in the latter seasons of the animated Clone Wars, as opposed to the lovers quarrel, a sort of love triangle as as Anakin kind of concocted it in his yeah, mind because, that yeah. we saw in Revenge of the Sith. Well, one is reality, and I think that's such right? Such a smarter way to do yeah, it. Yeah. Well, one is the reality, and one is the emotional. Uh, manipulation of the Emperor coming to full manifestation, right? Like, the Emperor has clouded Anakin's mind so much at that point that the logical conclusions that he's jumping to are all the people that love and care about him have turned on him, and just this one random guy is the only guy he can trust. Which I've been there. Everybody knows I've been groomed by a cult leader before. Uh, Del Close. Uh, but uh, And then another one currently. I assume yeah. New Rockstars is turning into a cult. Yes, we all we praise John Costa. Praise him. <laughs> praise John. All hell, John. Justice for Costa. Justice. Clap Costa's cheeks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to put a YouTube warning label on this one. They're gonna be like, I don't like the, I don't like the the, the yeah, turn. We're gonna show up on New Rock Stars by the by the Hillary Duff That's show right. on Hulu. <laughs> we're trending. Too, by the way, uh, yeah, uh, we will be covering How I Met Your Father on New Rock Stars starting next week with my <laughs> weekly father figure breakdowns. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so I I think it's a much smarter way to do this because it makes it personal. Yeah, I, absolutely. I that. That was a crazy moment. I thought, and look, I, I don't want to sound like I'm criticizing Revenge of the Sith because I think by far it's it's definitely in the top half of Star Wars movies for me. The yeah. more I rewatch it, the more I love Same. it. Um, but that was a weird moment where it just seems like Anakin just goes a little crazy mm-hmm. when when Padme comes back and meets him on Mustafar. It just seems a little rushed. The fact that he force chokes her just by looking at, at Obi Wan. Yeah, they were on the same ship. Right. And he's like, Liar! The two of you. Like the fact that he would jump to that conclusion. It's just how. Far Far gone must you be? It seemed a little out of character for him to jump to that. I conclusion. I agree, and I even think in the credit to even though uh, Hayden Christensen has been maligned on how he portrayed Anakin in some ways, and has kind of gotten a little more of his due as as uh, as it's uh, as the years have passed. I think his 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 re- his realization in the line, "If you're not with me, then you're my enemy," is kind of him being like, "Well, maybe I am wrong about all this, but it's too far now." And and what what is yeah. clear to me is that we're not on the same page. And we are no longer fighting for the same cause. 
So now I have no choice but to try and kill you, which is the actions of a crazy person who is maybe seeing just slightly clearly for the first time, like, you know, like, all right, maybe I have been, maybe I have gone really far down this path, but I still don't trust you. And I still, you know, and whatever, I'm still, I'm, I've still been turned completely against you. So, well, yeah. And I, I n never think this is a fault of Hayden Christensen or really any of the actors. I, I think Hayden Christensen is a much more talented actor than he's been given credit for. I just think he has been, um, you know, uh, he's been, linked so clearly with this character in yes. this huge trilogy in the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. I think he, um, uh, it was really the writing of the scene. Yeah. And uh, that's often what people say is George Lucas's writing. I don't want to fault George Lucas too much either because really he just tried to frame it as, you know, only a Sith deals in absolutes. Right. And it's just the, the orthodoxy of the Sith. But it makes the orthodoxy of the Sith too stupid, yeah. I think, in that moment. Yeah. That, like... If you're not with me, you're my enemy. Right. I wouldn't even say like justice for the Sith orthodoxy, yeah, right? Like right. they yeah. actually, uh, the whole point of Revenge of the Sith is supposed to show how the Sith made some pretty good points right. and are equally flawed as the Jedi. Right. But I didn't really get that. But honestly, I think yeah. that's often my problem with these movies that turn people against each other. I yeah. felt this way in uh, Captain America's Civil War. Yeah. It's just so hard to make that earned for people who fought yeah. for so many years on the same yeah. side would want to kill each yeah, other. Yeah, to get to reach that level of like we're massacring each other and younglings like it's like yeah it's it, it was never going to be an easy task to, to convince yeah them. and it, it, not to say that never happens in the real world obviously friends turn on each other all the time but it's always such a messy annoying thing that it's like hard to make a good story out of that even though yes uh, Shakespeare ancient Greek myth there's plenty of examples of friends turned foe I get that sure it's just like in modern pop culture it's hard to show that in a plausible way if they started as truly wholesome loving friends mm -hmm. it'd be one thing if they started as like business rivals right. or something like that sure. or people who were brought together by circumstance <laughs> mm -hmm. as opposed to people who had a genuine affection for each other right brothers um yeah so anyway i you might disagree with some of this analysis i understand um but i think really what george lucas was writing in that moment if you're not with me or my enemy i think there was a veiled critique of the the bush administration war on terror right mm -hmm. like the, the yeah. Bush doctrine was, if you're not on our side, right. you're one of our enemies. And that's, that's right. what, a, what a crazy kind of logic to yeah. fit fool that me. there's only that fool, fool one side once. or the other. Shame mm -hmm. on you. Fool me, fool uh, me twice. Fool. Shame. Fool me. I ain't going to get fooled again. We ain't going to get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mission so, accomplished. And I think that's kind of an issue that you see in a lot of movies yeah. from that era, from 2005. Definitely in Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight movies, mm -hmm. uh, Batman Begins in the Dark Knight. Yeah. There's all this like war on terror yeah. critique because it was so, it was everywhere. Right. It was in everything. Definitely in uh, 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 the first Iron Man. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of weird like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it was just kind of everywhere. So it might not uh, feel the same to us now. Mm. Um but I love what they're doing now. I think they are, uh, they've learned their lessons from what fans loved about the Clone Wars series, where we just saw this, this true affection for each other. And I think it can, in a, a good way, recontextualize what we saw in Revenge of the Sith as there was a, a deeper betrayal that maybe the writing didn't touch on in that moment uh, between these two characters, uh, a, a student who always felt second-guessed by his master, uh, denied uh what are just natural natural instincts mm. uh by a cruel dogma mm. of um of you know uh, isolation yeah. and meditation and 
uh, denying one's uh, uh, hedonistic earthly pleasures of just love. Yeah, um, just being attracted to someone and the desire to have companionship, uh, which yeah. is just a no go. You got to delete all the apps when you join the Jedi. You got to get off Bumble. You got to get off Saber. Yeah. You got to get off all of them. All of it. All of it. Um, well, I can't wait to see this rematch uh, go down and see mm-hmm. what it looks like when these two talk to each other once more. Uh, mm-hmm. And just to see, you know, as opposed to, oh, whereas once I was a student, now I am the master. S- someone who maybe doesn't have that confidence yet, mm-hmm. uh, but still all the rage in the world. Yes, um, still very angry. Right. Still very angry. Well, uh, we have a couple more questions that I haven't had a chance to talk to anyone about since this trailer came out. Uh, the questions of uh, Fallen Order, Cal Kestis, uh, why they might have redesigned uh, the look of the Grand Inquisitor, uh, and uh, uh, revisiting some of the predictions we made for this trailer on last week's episode. But first, we want to thank our friends at Babbel for helping us make this episode, sponsoring us. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. I've only retained how to say, where is the library in Spanish, and that has come in handy in approximately zero times. Because I don't go to libraries. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a, I fear them. They're coarse um, and irritating. But now thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just having some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Living in California, you don't even need to travel to put uh, language skills to work, whether I'm learning Spanish or French, Italian. Babbel has 14 languages that they offer. Uh, And I know there are native speakers not far from me here where I live that I can now connect with thanks to Babbel. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. They have podcasts, games, tools, stories, even live classes. Plus, it comes in a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start your language learning journey today with Babbel. And right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code Wookie. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com code Wookie, W-O-O-K-I-E-E. That's Babbel, language for life. We also want to thank Bluetooth for sponsoring this episode. We're pretty confident in our theories here on Wookie Leaks, and confidence can take you pretty far in life and in the bedroom. That's where Bluetooth comes in. Bluetooth is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can plan ahead or be ready for whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. You sign up at Bluetooth.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you will receive your prescription within days. It's all done online, no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, Bluetooth can help. And we've got a special deal for our audience. Try Bluetooth free when you use our promo code NEWROCKSTARS at checkout. Just pay the $5 in shipping. That's Bluetooth.com, promo code NEWROCKSTARS to receive your first month free. Visit Bluetooth.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring this show. And we want to thank Coinbase for sponsoring this episode. Are you starting to feel a little crypto curious? Maybe you saw a Super Bowl commercial or your smart friend keeps talking about it and you're starting to feel like you're the last one to the party? Well, if you're ready to dip your toes in the warm waters of crypto, our friends at Coinbase are here to help. Coinbase offers a trusted and easy to use platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. They support the most popular digital currencies on the market and they make them accessible to everyone. They offer portfolio management and protection, learning resources, and a mobile app so you can trade securely and monitor your crypto all in one place. Millions of people in over 100 countries trust Coinbase with their digital 
digital assets. Whether you're looking to diversify, just getting started, or searching for a better way to access crypto markets, start today with Coinbase. For a limited time, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash Wookie. Sign up at coinbase.com slash Wookie for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offer is for a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's coinbase.com slash Wookie. All right, uh, Tommy, yes. in this Kenobi trailer, we revisit the Fortress Inquisitorious uh, location that we visit in the game Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, we do. Uh, when we were playing this. Cal Kestis, one of the uh, Jedi who escaped Order 66, certainly a target of the Inquisitors. So do you think Cal Kestis could show up in this show, make a cameo? Eric, not only do I think he can, I, I'm owed this. Justice for Tommy. <laughs> Cal Kestis clapped Tommy's cheeks because I <laughs> spent so much time solving the stupid puzzles in that game, which I enjoyed very much. And I'm calling them <laughs> stupid because they were smarter than me. I love Cal Kestis. I like the actor that voiced him and I assume did some of the motion caption of Cameron Monaghan. I yeah, Monaghan. they voiced the look of Cameron Mon yeah. um, of Cal Kestis on Cameron Monaghan. He'd yeah. be the perfect actor. I think there's no need to cast. I think just get him. I think it is a great way to blend the lore of video games into the live action shows. It's a home run to me. I think like even if yeah. even if it's just a cameo, even if he just helps Kenobi in one episode, I I, I need this to happen uh, to make to have made playing Fallen Order all worth it. Although it was awesome to, yeah, absolutely. I think it's worth it for other reasons. Yeah, it's a I mean, fun game. you get to throw a lightsaber at at a stormtrooper. It's worth it for many, many reasons. But I just, <laughs> I spent so many hours of my life on it. I just need more Cal Kestis to to make it all seem worthwhile. I'm um the fact that in Boba Fett we saw a BD droid. Yes, you know, I yeah. think it that was a little indicator from yeah. Lucasfilm that they're like we're going to be bringing stuff from that game into live action. And I've always wondered, there was that cool moment in uh, in Fallen Order where people are talking about the fate of Yaddle. Mm, like yes. You, you talk about Master Yaddle, and yeah. they're like, no, I wasn't talking about, we're not really sure right. what happened to Master Yaddle. I, I would just th think that would be fascinating to see Yaddle at some point show up in yes. live action. I, I, um, I, I, I should be clear, I loved that game, but like all video games, I'm not good at it. So I spent, yeah, spent 9,000 hours playing it. But in the end, when I beat it, I did shed a single tear for Cal Kestis and his uh, survival. So uh, come on back, Cal. Water's warm. Yeah, water's warm. Dip your toe in. All right, Tommy, let's talk about the Grand Inquisitor redesign. Yes. Um, now, the Grand Inquisitor is played by Rupert Friend in the show. He's yes. really just kind of wearing face paint. He's yeah. got the, the markings on his face. But the Grand Inquisitor is supposed to be the Puan race. The Pawan race. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Um, and Star Wars has already shown us one of these in live action. Remember, there was that moment when Obi-Wan went to Utapal in Revenge of the Sith. And we saw one of them. He's like... They're already here. They have these spiky teeth. Mm -hmm. They're really elongated heads. Mm -hmm. They look awesome. Yeah. I gotta say, that was one of my favorite character designs in yeah. Revenge of the Sith. So uh, that was who uh, the Grand Inquisitor is supposed to be, um, voiced by Jason Isaacs and Star Wars Rebels. Why didn't they do this for Rupert Friend? I, it could be as simple as the prosthetics were too difficult to work in. And they're just like, you know what, retcon it and just have him have the face markings that are similar and familiar. Because I don't understand, because they looked amazing, like you said, in Revenge of the Sith. Like, that looked really, really cool. I don't understand why they would do that, uh, other than maybe they want it to look more like Rupert Friend. You know, like they want to like... Yeah, I think that's my thinking. Yeah. Maybe Rupert Friend in his audition just was doing some crazy 
stuff with his face yeah. and his facial expressions. Yeah. And when they tried out the prosthetics, prosthetics can be great, but they can also be really limiting to the actor. They, it forces them to do a lot more with their eyes and with their voice. And maybe just like the the intensity of his performance wasn't coming through, the prosthetics. Yeah. I don't really know. Could be. Um, could be a thing where, yeah, the, the, maybe they did. For all we know, we're going to get some, like, you know, bonus footage of, of him doing screen tests in that elongated head and then an explanation from John Favreau that makes us all go. <laughs> yeah. I'm willing to give it a chance. Yeah. Look, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to be too protective about it. If Rupert Friend wins me over with his acting, I'm, that's good enough for me. Yes, you know? yes. All right, let's uh, revisit last week's episode. We made uh, some predictions for what would be in this trailer, and I just think it'd be fun to go back and look at yes. what we predicted and see how accurate we were. Mm -hmm. uh, the first thing we asked, would we see Hayden Christensen's scarred face in this trailer? We both said no. Yes. But we just, and Tommy, you said we'd hear the sounds of Vader breathing, which you're right. Ding, 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 ding. Got that correct. Yeah. Um, which is great. We don't, we don't want to see Hayden's scarred face yet. That should be a big reveal on the show. Don't show us that before no, the series. Yeah, we don't need that yet. Now, we asked about the Force Ghost of Qui-Gon. Uh, Tommy, you said we might hear Liam Neeson's voice. Mm -hmm. I suggested that if we see it at all, it would just be maybe the blue glow mm -hmm. of, of that. Uh, both of us were, yeah. were incorrect. I think the closest we got was uh, you and uh, McGregor's voice was a bit echoey. Yes, yes. But uh, other than that, yeah. no. That's okay. Oh, yeah. That's okay. They're not, you know what? It was just, we were just thinking about it. We were just tossing out some fun. You know, uh, Tommy, I believe at one point you said we would see Benny Safdie playing a coked out Max Rebo. Yes. How disappointed were you when that didn't happen? Uh, not yet. You know what? I'm going to watch all the episodes and, and it has to not happen for me to be disappointed. Otherwise, I'm going to keep <laughs> holding on for that to happen. Uh, you know, my boy Max, he's got to get some more screen time. He's 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 <laughs> he's the he's the most <laughs> consistent member of that franchise. Does the same thing right. every time. So you come on, Max. kill him. Come on, you Max. Kill Max. You got this, baby. I'll be fine. Don't bother me. He just slams the hotel. Get out of here. You don't want this life. <laughs> just sitting on the bathroom floor crying. Hey, life uh, left me again. I, nothing. I have nothing. Maybe it's time to let the old ways die. <laughs> 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 oh no. no! 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 That's just a feet of Max Rebo hanging in the trailer. Oh God! You found him. Oh, oh God. no, Max! Oh, Why that? But his feet are so weird. Doesn't he play the piano with his feet? Didn't we yeah, get that drawing from? Not the... anymore. No, no. You haven't played not nothing with those. Actually, feet. I'm gonna make a prediction. I think Benny Safdie is playing that runaway, force sensitive fugitive mm. that they execute. I yeah. think that's gonna be a short role for him. Hey, just a prediction. Just prediction. Um, Just wanted to get one last look at you. <laughs> we uh, predicted, uh, we asked, would we see Obi-Wan's lightsaber igniting mm -hmm. in this trailer? Uh, we didn't until the very end. Mm -hmm. We saw a blue lightsaber make the Disney Plus logo. Yes. So we right in a way. Yes. We got there. We asked, would we see Alderaan in this trailer? We said, maybe. Mm -hmm. And if so, that would be indication that Leia would for sure show up. Yes. No sighting of Alderaan. Not yet, no. And maybe not ever. Maybe not we'll ever. We'll see. I'll say this. I don't need it. No. I don't need it in the show. I don't need it. If Leia doesn't show up, that's totally okay. Because that's where you get a season two. That's right. Too Kenobi, too furious. Let's do it. <laughs> Justice for Han. Justice. Uh, and then we asked, would we see Kumail Nanjiani in this trailer? We said yes, but we didn't see him unless he's playing that droid, Ned. 
Right. We won't know until we hear his voice. We did get. I mean, after Matthew Barry voiced that droid in Obi in uh, Boba Fett, I'm the sky's the limit for for voice act for for stars yeah. voicing droids. Now it's just. Uh, no, nothing could please yeah. me more. Um, and lastly, we asked, would we see lightsabers clashing between Obi-Wan and Vader? Uh, no, no sighting of Vader, obviously. We saw the spinning lightsabers of the Inquisitors. We saw Obi-Wan's lightsaber igniting at the end. But right now, it seems like Obi-Wan's trying to avoid outing himself as a Jedi, so he doesn't want to use a lightsaber when he's sense. fighting them yet. Yeah. So, uh, exciting to watch this with you, Tommy. Absolutely. Uh, exciting to have this in our lives. We want you guys every week Tweet at us, at New Rockstars, your biggest Star Wars questions, because that's what we're going to be talking about between now and May 25th, uh, until we get another trailer, until we get more news about the Star Wars. Every week, every Monday, Tommy and I are going to be talking about the latest and greatest in Star Wars. We're so glad we get to do this with you. Yes. Um, but we'll leave it there for this episode of Wookie Leaks. Don't forget to check out our many great merch options over at NewRockstarsMerch.com. Follow me at EA Voss. Follow Tommy at Tommy Bechtel. Follow New Rockstars. Subscribe to Wookie Leaks wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for watching and uh, goodbye, goodbye there. And Tommy, just try to lay low. Lay yes. low, low there in Florida. It's, it. it's a dangerous world. It's all good. You know, I don't think that... Everything's trying to kill you. I don't think anyone yeah. can get me as long as I don't say... 